What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast. This is Clark. And Bobby Jean. So glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey, what's up, everyone? Thanks for tuning into the podcast. And uh, it's Friday. And I was thinking about Friday because oftentimes, you know, we'll joke around like, praise God, it's Friday and whatnot. I think it was Dave Ramsey this week that said, if you're elevating and celebrating Friday to be at a whole nother level, you should probably change what you're doing Monday through Thursday. And I was like, oh, that, that's really good. It made me think about it. So mm-hmm. we're glad it's Friday. I'm grateful the weekend's here, but uh, we're going to dive into Proverbs right now. And so, Bobby, you want to give us an overview, Proverbs chapter 7, kind of what we're looking at here. It kind of mm-hmm. begins and ends with a sandwich, and it's got some some meat in the middle. Sure. We are going to <laughs> sandwich meat. That's good. We um, will zoom in kind of on what stuck out to us. So that was a couple verses at the beginning and then a verse at the end. But just big picture wise, um, again, chapter seven just is seems like a chapter that's telling us how um, there is this way of life that God invites us to live. And then there's this kind of seduction of our world, of our culture, of the times, whatever you want to call it. Some might call it sin, whatever you want to call it, that just is desirable to us. And that's kind of laid out as this adulterous woman kind of in um, Proverbs 7. Um, But really, we need to, and that's kind of the verses we'll zoom in on, is we need to listen, to treasure, to guard, to protect God and God's word and kind of his way of life and how really this um, adulterous woman, this seductive kind of allure to this lifestyle, that's only leading you down to a path of destruction. So that's kind of a big picture. Mm -hmm. And then when you zoom in, really the beginning kind of just jumped out at Clark and I, verses one through three. Yeah, it says this, my son, keep my words and store up my commands within you. Keep my commands and you will live. Guard my teachings as the apple of your eye. Bind them on your fingers and write them on the tablet of your heart. Mm-hmm. And so we just wanted to break down the importance of treasuring God's word, memorizing it, reflecting it, actually reading it. Why, why is that important to us? Mm-hmm. Well, we believe that God guides us through his word. We believe that the Bible um, gives us instruction on how to worship, mm-hmm. how to treat other people, gives us wisdom when it comes to decision making. We believe that um, the Bible, as Ephesians 6 talks about, is the sword of the Spirit. Like it, You actually use it to defend yourself against you know, spiritual evil. You also use it offensively to advance the kingdom and to grow in Christ. Um, we believe that God's Word brings peace to our heart when maybe we're stressed out. And, uh, and so I like some of the examples that come from that. I really appreciate people I look up to when they have scriptures memorized. Um, for specific situations. I remember Mike, a man I work with, has a lot of different scriptures memorized. And when he bumps into a, a situation where maybe um, he's frustrated or he's really you know, thinking about somebody, and whatever, he'll, he'll pray the Psalms and go, God, may the, the um, words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing to you, God. Or when there's times of anxiety, you, you just quote that, God, give me this peace that transcends all understanding. Or if you're nervous at night, we've talked about the Psalms in Psalm 121, how God protects you um, from the sun and the day and the moon at night. Mm-hmm. And you're able to rattle off these words. It's just this great gift. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, another example that comes to mind too is just like the consistency that the Bible offers us just there all the time, ready, living and active for us to step into and to, and to experience God. And, um, that's kind of the gift that we have now, this written text that we can look back to because, because it reminds us of, of who God is and who we are. And it, that's important. And so that the psalmist or the psalmist, <laughs> In the, this proverb too, they're saying that, that this is important. If you remember what Clark read in, in verse three, um, keep my commands verse and two, you, two. verse Sorry. two, uh, verse three, verse two, <laughs> two, keep my commands and you will live. Guard my teachings as the apple mm-hmm. of your eye. What does that mean? The apple of your eye. Yeah. And so that's kind of an expression. I'm sure most of you have probably heard it before, but really it's kind of speaking to like this, the importance of um, like our our really this is kind of talking about our pupil like the the apple of our eye can mean different things like when we're desiring and different things but in this instance it's talking about um how the scriptures really are so important that we want to guard them so much like we would guard our eye like the our eye when you think about the significance of what your eye is for your entire body like yeah you do we want to protect our eyes my goodness like what we want to be able to see for sure yeah when you're mowing (laughs) wear goggles right well sunglasses you you know you have eye drops think about just even when you have an irritant in your eye like you um anyway like it's a big deal to keep your eyes healthy and well. And that's kind of just a, an expression that hit home with us too, is like what priority, what importance does scripture have in your life? Like, are you guarding it? Are you, um, is it like the apple of your eye? If you're being honest with yourself, like it was, do you put the scriptures and hold them that dear? Are you treasuring them? And then there's um, a transition then, like, how, how do we do this? Like, yeah. it kind of lays out steps. Yeah, like, what does it mean for us to guard our heart? And what does it mean to bind them on our fingers? What does it mean to right. write them? Mm-hmm. And if you know anything about the Jewish culture, um, their history, they have these things called phylacteries. Everybody say it with me. That sounds pretty common. Phylacteries. You would know that. Phylacteries. Yes. Anyways, they're these leather straps they'd bind seven times around. Uh, their arm, they'd wrap it around their middle finger. If you read other scriptures, it talks about how you'd bind them, like the Shema. Mm-hmm. You're teaching them to their, your children, and you'd bind them on your forehead. Now, that sounds really odd and foreign to a lot of us, but what the Jewish people did was quite beautiful. And they wanted to memorize God's word, so they'd take these little papers, write out the scriptures, and roll them up in like miniature scrolls, mm-hmm. and put them in these boxes on their finger, on their arm, on their forehead. And they would literally carry God's word with them everywhere they went. And so Mm -hmm. I guess reading this, you find yourself asking, what does that look like for us in 2020? Mm -hmm. And what does that look like for us as Christians? Because, you know, we're not walking around with leather straps and stuff on our forehead. But bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. Good. Trendsetter. I prefer not to. I don't want anything on my forehead. Um, But, you know, you're putting stuff up in your house. You're putting stuff on your walls. You're putting stuff as a screensaver on your Instagram, on your Facebook. I mean, people get tattoos uh, on your T-shirts. There's different ways that we can keep the scriptures close to us, you know, physically and externally, mm-hmm. uh, which is what they're talking about there. So what does that look like for you right. on that hand? And then the next step to that is then internalizing it mm-hmm. and keeping it in your heart. Right. And That's kind of what verse, let's see, what verse is that? Yeah, verse three. So binding them and then the next step, write them on the tablet of your heart. And so kind of a funny story that came to mind was when I was in grade school, um, I lived... Bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. Yeah, how long ago was that? 
fifth grade Bobby. I lived mm. out in uh, a couple miles outside of town, and I would ride the bus, and super fun. <laughs> and um, one of my cousins, a couple of my cousins, would ride the bus too. And for some reason, one day I didn't ride the bus. I had like a sports practice or I don't know, band practice. And my cousin, who was a grade below me, I think, um, was going to ride the bus. And so for some reason I needed to, like, if, if you get stuck or if you get lost or if you, if you're not sure, you know, you can always ask the teacher or make sure that you can call my mom. And, and I don't remember the details of the story, like why he wouldn't call his own mom. I don't know. I just remember this conversation. Looking back, I think it was a Holy Spirit moment, really, because I was young. Why This isn't a big deal. But I just said to him, do you have my mom's phone number memorized? And he said, oh, yeah, um, I don't think I have it memorized, but I um, I know it by heart. Hmm. And he was just a little guy. And That's deep. I don't even know the Lord, Holy Spirit just kind of helped me recall that in this moment, but there is a distinction. You know, there's a distinction between knowing things and, and being able to spew facts yeah. and just like, oh yeah, what about this? What about this? What about this? But I think one of the distinctions that really helps get these scriptures from our heart or from our head into our heart is like Clark said, is about Mike is when we actually apply scriptures that we know and the Bible that we know to our lives. Yeah, when real, we, real events and real right. situ- and situations. So it's great. Have it on your house. Have it on your wall. Have markers. Have you know those are great things, but we need to know them by heart, and we need to apply these truths to our mm-hmm. everyday lives. That 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 way we can know them by heart because the um, the truth of it is that there's nothing that the Bible doesn't speak to. Yeah. So we got wacky things going on. Yeah, we were talking about that on the way home today. Mm-hmm. Just like uh, everything that we could encounter today has it has been done and it has mm-hmm. been experienced. Now, I mean, it might look different today with technology or mm-hmm. advancement in food or clothing, whatever, but mm-hmm. really, you know, stealing, murdering, lust, pride, all these battles we face, there's nothing new under the sun. And so the same scriptures apply to what's going on right now. And so I think that's an encouragement too, is just store these things away, know them by heart because they have power and they have, um, don't limit the Holy Spirit's ability to let these things speak into who you are in our time right now. And so as we kind of transition to the end here, the end of the Psalm says that as well. It's verse 24. It sounds like this. Yeah, now then my sons listen to me and pay attention to what I say. Mm-hmm. So it begins that way, it ends that way. In the middle it's talking about the ways of the world and it uses words like slaughter, noose, arrows piercing your heart because mm-hmm. the, they're deadly if you don't walk with the Lord. And yeah. so anyways, as we wrap up today, we want to encourage you to reflect on this and what does it look like for you to bind God's word around your finger, your arm, your forehead, you know, externally. Mm-hmm. And then what does it look like for you to treasure it internally mm-hmm. and not only memorize it in your head, but actually to know it by heart. Mm-hmm. That's a really good story, Bobby. Oh, for yeah. <laughs> God bless you guys. Thanks for listening. Okay, have a good weekend. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his countenance towards you and give you his peace. Have a great day.